how good is it that all you need to do Lace to start a year-long feud with the million-dollar corporation is kick his sack of money out of his hands. <laughs> like, that's it! That, game on! Fucking. You disrespected the dollar! I'm gonna disrespect your life! Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah! Welcome back to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I am Hans. I am Case. We last left you in the wrestling quiz, and if you don't like wrestling, you... We're back. (laughs) Unbelievably still made it to part two. Casey. We left you with that nice boiled coffee. Yes. And the image of the lovely George South fighting an old woman. And by the way, all you folks, I know you're dying to hear that George South was born on September 7th, 1962, and on September 7th... 19 or two, 1916 you would have been dining on cheese and barleduke salad which <laughs> is barley barleduke good lord which is small ball, balls of cheese and barley um you would have had radishes celery oh, nut bread sandwiches <laughs> again with the nut sandwiches always <laughs> Sliced peaches with rich cream, devil's food, cocoa, and iced tea. No wonder there were so many world wars. Right? I'd go fight a German to not have to eat. Time on their hands. Ah, fuck it. Cheese balls, I'd rather rather have cannonballs. Mmm, nothing. (laughs) Mmm, barley. Amazing. Is that a fresh radish? Nah, it's been on the shelf. For two weeks. What I do is take a bite of my radish and celery together. <laughs> Kill me. We have nothing else to talk about. Do you hear about Leopold Loeb? Crunch <laughs> celery. <laughs> Guilty. Radish in my beard. <laughs> uh, we the jury find you. <laughs> I'm sorry, we couldn't hear that. Loeb is eating radishes. Loeb is eating his uh, hazelnut sandwich. Oh, but remember that famous picture after they're sentenced guilty to life in prison they were rich and part of being rich in that time was having the uh your availability to pastries and there's a famous picture of uh leopold and Loeb getting taken away to prison for life and they're eating these decadent eclairs yeah. i gotta share that picture with is, you it's I, amazing eclair is is that the most murderer of all desserts uh, yeah because it's cream it got the cream and the chocolate flaky it's long it takes a while wait are you thinking of a bismarck or are they the same thing Aren't they the is same that just thing? a midwestern a bismarck because that's got, you fucking bismarck, german as shit you got think bismarck which is custard you got your long john which is jelly the, the cream a long the white, oh, sweet cream that's a I long think. john i think bismarck is uh, what'd you say? Custard? It's like a custard. So, and then, but what's the long one with the crystallized sugar and the jelly in the middle? It's not a jelly donut, because that's round. I don't know what that would be called. Ladyfinger? I, I don't know. It's got some sort of it's, fucking weird... It's in this book, I'm sure. <laughs> it's called the Leop... Yeah, it's named after the famous murderers. Who... <laughs> yes, yeah, it's the Leopold, <laughs> which it probably fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> or some Russian, some sort of Russian oligarch. 
Well, Casey, it's been a week, so everybody probably forgets the process of elimination. So I'm going to hit you. Mm-hmm. You were not going to. Um, I died. Crushers left. <laughs> oh just yeah, by looking got, at the who's, list. Who's left? We got Undertow. Yeah, who I know nothing about. Uh huh. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, which I got a pretty good grasp. You got a feeling, and then of course, the Eclair on top of our <laughs> peanut sandwich. <laughs> Whoever the fuck Sal Bunyan is. Saul Bunyan. Saul Bunyan, excuse me. Pardon me. The you better Hebrew, call Saul Bunyan. The Hebrew Hammer. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. No. Uh, let's see. I died when I was 54, three days <laughs> after being inducted to the WWE Wrestling Hall of Fame. Dunk, got it. I won the Mr. Georgia crown in bodybuilding in 1984. Um, da, 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 da. I formed a tag team called the Freedom Fighters. Yep. I was known as Justice, and my partner was known as Flash. Let's see. Uh, I faced Sergeant Slaughter. Oh my god, this is amazing. This is this... <laughs> to catch your breath for <sighs> what you're about to say. Vapors. In January 1991, I faced Sergeant Slaughter, who was also one of my favorites, by the way. Oh, easily. Because he's a G.I. Joe It's because well. of G.I. Joe, that's why. Media, transcended media. When you Venn diagram G.I. Joe at that time with wrestling, come on. I'm done. Lock. I uh, just wish they had made wrestling figures that were G.I. Joe's. They didn't. Functional. They were rubber I think and they, they had made a hole a Hogan. in the back. I love those figures because they were wrestling people but i fucking hated them as toys what are you gonna do with them put them on your finger and it came with the ring uh-huh. you know they oh, did God. make a lot of them you, which was fun you put them in that little like clamp and they had handles and you just like bang them together like rock em, sock em robots and then they fall over somebody missed their fucking window what was it with the wrestling toys they were all rubber because the series before that were those giant ones that were like two foot tall and it was like Junkyard Dog, Jake were, the Snake. They weren't stretch, just were they? They were just heavy like, as fuck. They're like a fucking sex toy. Like, yes, they were dildos. Heft. Yes, they were. They were just a little wrestler. They were Earthquake made some people quake. <laughs> um, Earthquake's own. Uh, and of course, one of the biggest, I think, wrestling merchandise was my pillow buddy or something, right? Oh my god, Pillow Pals, yeah. Pillow Pals, Which Ultimate Warrior, like and Hogan. Hanging next to the sex dolls. Yeah, your Pillow Pal and your Pillow Pal. And your Ultimate Yeah, Hogan, dildo. Warrior. Those are the two big ones, yeah. Those were the biggest, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they maybe made some other figures. Just forever etched in my brain as perpetually soiled. So- wow, you always, took the words out always of my fucking dirty. mouth. Because always soiled. it's a pillow. Never had one. I didn't Always either. One. I did too. So you go to a friend's house at a sleepover. You're like, oh shit, you got the ultimate warrior pillow, pal. Fucking filthy. That shit is fucking <laughs> filthy. And that's the pillow you get to sleep with that <laughs> right, night. Exactly. Like, oh, it's either that or the dog bed rolled up. Right. It's a pillow. Because somebody's been giving it the sit down splash for, right. you know, just a greasy. year. Just stained. Uh, a lot, was a lot of Pepsi on that, that well, pillow, pal. Hold, gripping it tight when warrior gets when, coughing. When, <laughs> Gripping your pillow pal tight <laughs> Internet <laughs> <laughs> Undertaker's playing the shovel Like a guitar 
Nobody's done a TikTok of the Pillow Pals doing Metallica enter <laughs> night. Come on, TikTok. All right, well, Metallica Pillow Pal. This one, this one I'm getting at was picked because of Sergeant Slaughter. I couldn't stop, but yeah. I did face Sergeant Slaughter at the Royal Rumble, and Slaughter's gimmick at the time, which I didn't remember, was being a traitor who betrayed oh, yeah. America by aligning Fuck, himself yeah. with an Iraqi military Fuck general. It. General Adnan. Fucking, that's some politics right there. that episode of Monday Night Raw when he besmirched America and he would come out with the, you know, the fucking, it's not the turban, but the the wrapped hat with the beads. Yep. Um, And he had had spiked boots. His boots, boots had these like hooks on them. So it's kind of racist-ish, because yeah. it's like oh, an Arabian sure. night boot. Of course, yeah. And Beautiful. then it was him and the Sheik. Iron Sheik. That's right. Was Iron his corner Sheik. man. There's that a documentary a about Iron Sheik, badass. by the way, if you haven't seen it. It's good. It's so Really good. good. Really interesting guy. And you um, get the speaking... wrestling lore, if you need any more of it. <laughs> You're getting a little bit. that dude can fucking party! Yeah. If you're in a hotel room... In a hotel complex, and the Sheik and Ric Flair are there. Just call your wife and apologize in yeah. advance. Yeah, just get ready to get married for a second time. <laughs> Fucking a! <Can> you imagine <laughs> just I'm imagining myself. Jim Duggan. I'm imagining. So I heard one a comedian who who was sober and broke his sobriety date, and I was like. That's a tough one, but I get it, yeah. dude. And he jumped right back on. He broke his sobriety date specifically because he was opening for Doug Stanhope. And he was uh-huh. like, I'm going to drink after the show with Doug Stanhope. Because when do you get to drink with... That's what Doug Stanhope Your does. Icon. That's He's what, my icon. And I would say for me, and if anybody out there from my group is listening, they're like, going to give me a meeting... <laughs> Fucking, the phone calls coming if in. I'm checking into my hotel room and I see Ric Flair going into the room next to me, who's also sober, by the way. Well, and it's 1988. I'm Ric drinking. Flair's sober the way Ric Flair would be sober, which means he still drinks beer. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's still sober for hard crack. liquor. Right. <laughs> he's like, he still does cocaine, but he's done yeah. with that crack. <laughs> right. Exactly. That crack shit's for the birds. Um, you got oh, can you imagine slaughter. you? I now I'm just picturing you guys coming down opposite ends of the hallway. Ric Flair gives you the look, like caught you looking. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, me. and you're like uh, sheepishly the way I was, like oh yeah, sorry, didn't mean to stare. And then you meet and you're like, oh weird, <laughs> room next to me, weird. Walk in, see that adjoining door there, yeah. and just hear a little rap. <laughs> it's Ric Flair. Open up. <laughs> just he's like a cat, just like running his nails on the door, just sweating bullets. I feel I should like, let him in. I feel like it would almost be like because it's two doors back to back. It'd be like perfect strangers as the doors open at the <laughs> right. same time, and we each have a bottle of whiskey to break our <laughs> oaths. <laughs> huh? Let's do it. I knew you were the guy. You finally did it. Um. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I traveled. This is my emergency Ric Flair whiskey, just in case. In case I I think about my biological dad. (laughs) I need to have it for a good cry. 
Um, but, 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 this is, well, this will give it away, but it's worth it. It goes into what I consider an epic story arc of the ages for me. Yeah. The next chapter, uh, do you know who I am, by the way? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. The next chapter of my career was an encounter with The Undertaker and his manager, Paul Bear, who locked me in a coffin on the set of Bear's Funeral Parlor. WWF officials worked feverishly to break the casket open, finally revealing my lifeless body and the torn fabric inside of the coffin, indicating my desperate struggle to get out. I was finally revived by officials performing CPR. This led Jake the Snake Roberts, offering to give me the knowledge of the dark side in order to prepare me to take my revenge on The Undertaker. This involved Roberts giving me three tests shown on WWF (laughs) television in consecutive weeks. For the first test, Roberts locked me inside a coffin for a second time. I didn't write the other two tests, damn it. But uh, yeah, we'll find out. That'll be a that, little addendum. You're gonna have to look it up. But this is where the story arc. This, I'll, after this, these ensued. I would leave the WWF for nearly eight months on a hiatus. But when I came back, due to the drastic change in my appearance, with shorter, blonder hair, smaller physique, rumors began circulating that a new wrestler was playing the role. Oh my At the God, time, yes. it was rumored to be Carrie Von Erich, who was then under contract to the WWF. Some said that I had died from liver failure due to the years of steroid abuse, or that my signature arm tassels cut off my blood circulation. Oh, WWE claims that the rumors. theory that a different man returned to play the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania Eight remains po- perhaps the longest-standing urban legend in WWE history. Tom Phillips claimed that uh, WWE announcer legend Tom Phillips claimed the rumors likely originated from Mean Gene Okerlund's WCW hotline, as well as WCW debut warrior doppelganger, the Renegade. That storyline kept me up at night. Well, that was my Paul is dead. (laughs) It was. It was like you heard every like because it is that era and we were all talking about AIDS. It was like Ultimate Warrior has AIDS. There you go. You just said it. He the died. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I probably said Warrior too. I am the Ultimate um, Warrior. I remember he came back and it was like that ain't him talking about the lunch table. Oh. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's him. I think he's fighting the devil. Like he went to heaven. You know, like whatever fucking nonsense. He lives in New York now and fights crime. I am such a dunce. I thought he was still dead until I saw him in an interview in like 2012. And I was like, because I didn't think he really died, but I had finally given, I was finally like, he died inside for a while. He stopped wrestling, you know, like kind of at at that high status. And I was like, well, he's, and I lost my wrestling track for about six years uh, and other stuff like that. But there, so I was like, he probably is dead i bought into that urban legend too i thought he had actually died for real but then he there's litigation shit he he, yeah he got into some yeah because vince mcmahon technically wwf technically owned yep 
the name Ultimate Warrior. That guy sucks. So when he left, he was like, I'm going to wrestle in the indies mm-hmm. as the Ultimate Warrior. And they were like, nope, we will sue you. Such So oh. then he used his Ultimate Warrior rage. Yep. And just then he trademarked the name Warrior? Just Warrior. He started as the Dingo like, Warrior. The Dingo Warrior? That's, That's how right. he started, yeah. Because then he did, like, comics, like, all this weird shit, because he yes. legally, technically yep. had to, like, get the name IP out into the world so he could claim the rights to the to the name Warrior, because otherwise Vince McMahon would copyright Warrior, and he couldn't even fucking uh, use, he couldn't right. use two words. Uh, Vince McMahon's appeal. Uh, oh, but what's cool is he started wrestling as a dingo warrior for 50 bucks a night, and at one point, as his height... For one match in WrestleMania, he got $550,000, which was the most money, including Hogan at the time, for a wrestling match. So He was over so hard, it's fucking crazy. And it's like, he's more so, like, the closest I could come to, if any, like, is how big Stone Cold Steve Austin was in the late 90s. That's about as close, like, no one... Was as not even Hogan. Hogan was never even over as hot as the Ultimate Warrior was. Not for that like smoking hot period. Hogan like, is the face of the sport, obviously. Yes, like yes, forget yes. about it. And with everything else he does, but for the purest wrestler, it was just like he was the tip of the flame. Everything, and he, he was on everything. You saw him everywhere. Yep. And you were either a Hogan man or a warrior man, really. Like, you liked them both, but you were in one camp or the other if you were going to, between, like, that echelon of wrestlers. And I feel like Hogan was the easy choice. You got to be a warrior man because he's fucking... Listen to these quotes. It's like Superman and Batman. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior's got a little more edge. He's weird. His promos are, like... The greatest ever made. Fucking weird aggression poems that don't like like make sense it's like he's got this he is a poet because you're like this guy's a fucking lunatic yes like what's he fucking talking about like hogan would use the like hulkamania like hogan's a very linear with his promos like just straight line ultimate warrior would just speak in this strange make you know weird what? references it was almost like a like a snake handler like he's just felt the like holy ghost or some shit he's like alan ginsburg yes oh my god yeah like a beat poet it's weird and he could have tempered it i suppose like hogan really started towing the line he apologized for using steroids and bullshit and uh listen to these quotes and it's exactly like you said and then we'll get to an epic uh speed round which i know you're gonna be amazing at dig this is ultimate warrior Dig your claws into my organs, stretch into my tendons, bury your anchors into my bones, for the power of the warrior will always prevail. Fuck, that's awesome. That's fucking crazy. Come on in where nightmares are the best part of my day. (laughs) It's fucking amazing. This one is like... Lodged in my skull was a piece of the crystal of your kingdom, your madness. They said, but warrior, it's lodged inside your skull. 
And I said, sew it in. Leave it where it lays. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Imagine dude. having to get into a bar fight, and that's what comes out of the guy's mouth you're about to square up to. Turn around. You put Say, your coat yeah. back on. Coat on. I'm out of here. Put you that win. members only and call an Uber. I think the only reason he went away is because he was such a... Like, he was so into the warrior. Like, he wasn't, like... From what I've seen interviews with him, like yeah. the dude is intense. The dude oh, yeah. doesn't seem like he has a lot of fun other right. than like wrestling. And cocaine. He's kind of seen and cocaine. And that even wrestling even seems like he doesn't like it. Sure. So I think the what happened was he just wasn't flexible. Like he wouldn't not he wouldn't let the warrior character ever um Bend. brush up with being a heel. He was like he, he was like yeah. I always am the warrior, and the warrior's always right, and the warrior's always good, which is fine because that's why yeah. he's so hot. But then you gotta like it's wrestling; you gotta be a heel at some point. You gotta I steal somebody's wife. I prayed, Kill prayed for him to show up in NWO black and Bl- white. I was just gonna say, face how paint. easy of a gimmick is that? Oh. Take that bright. God. Face paint of his and just do black and white. Like, just remove the color. Look mm-hmm. the same, dress the same, tassels black and white. It Face paint, black and white. I was sure it was. That's probably why I still thought he was dead. I was like, there's no way we'd miss that opportunity. It's but, too easy. Yeah. It's too easy of a gimmick to not do it. But he was just like, I'm not a bad guy. I'll never be a bad guy. But you sacrifice. It's like he sacrificed. People are like, fuck you guys. He sacrificed himself <laughs> for his art. Like he I was know. unbending. When I saw an interview with him, and he was wearing like a denim shirt, long hair. I think it might have been back in a ponytail. I was like, nah, I don't want that. No thanks. But did we freeze up? Yeah. I think we're back now, though. We seem to be back. Yeah. You good on my end? Yeah. 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 Perfect. All right, are you ready for this speed round quiz? I'm ready. Here's the name of the game. Is Oh, also, Saul Bunyan and Undertow are not real. I made them up. Sorry. Oh, man. Uh, I, they're great. It's they just, were... Jesse was right. Put them on your resume. <laughs> so, I was shocked Undertow was not a real wrestler. Um, Speaking of real and fake wrestlers, Casey, the name of the game is I'm going to give you an antonym, antonym name, of a Uh real wrestler, and you tell me the real wrestler. For example, I gave you one yesterday. Mm -hmm. Boom Boom Schneider is... Boom Boom Schneider, Bam Bam Bigelow. Because it's Boom Boom, and then Rob Schneider was Deuce Bigelow. Okay? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Are you ready for this? So it's not... All right. Flex Dundee. Flex Dundee. This is going to be harder than I thought. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shit. Flex Flex Dundee. Dundee. He's not Hogan. Is it Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. You got... That was a a Hail Mary. Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, yeah. You can flex out. You can Hulk out. Hulk out. Got it. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, big money, Mister. Uh, big money, Mister would be uh, the million dollar man. Boom. Uh, you got Serpent Jack. Oh, Jake the Snake. 
uh, toxic masculinity, Tony. <laughs> Shit. Toxic masculinity, Tony. Shit. I don't oh, know. I should say some of, uh, maybe I'll change it. Uh, I'm going to say Rick Martell. Toxic masculinity. Uh, oh, Macho Man, Randy Savage. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. yeah. I might not have, sorry, I might not have finished that one. Oh, boy. Saucy, saucy sewer. <laughs> saucy, saucy sewer. <laughs> oh, man, who the fuck is saucy, saucy sewer? Stone Cold? Roddy Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper. Sewer Pipe. Yes. Yep. Okay. I was trying to think of all the heavies and I totally blanked on Roddy. Uh, let's see. Um, Captain Killer. Sergeant Slaughter. Boom. The Exceptional Soldier. Ultimate Warrior. Boom. <laughs> Hunky Stylist Brit. Hunky stylist Brit, uh, Brutus the Barber? Boom. You got it. Bite. Bite. Sting? Boom. Crow. Raven? Boom. Ooh, this. Remington Rex. Remington Rex. Remington Gun. Ah, oh, fuck. Remington Rex? I don't know. Lex Luger. Lex Luger. God damn, we were just talking about his fucking blonde ass. Succulent Sam Sass. Succulent Sam. Oh, shit. I don't know. Ravishing Rick Rude, baby. Oh, he is the... That guy. He doesn't get enough fucking credit. Absolutely doesn't get enough credit. He is credit. like a living version of those muscle magazines. Yes. I was just thinking of his gimmick earlier. Like, those of you, I'm sure most of you don't know who he is. <laughs> he looked like Tom Selleck. Yep. Except he was cut like a diamond. Uh-huh. Like, just, just jacked this dude. And he'd come to the ring. It's like Elvis. And he, he would, like, do this gyration, and he would, like, refer, he'd be like, look away, fellas. You're, you're. I'm gonna date one of your hog white. Like he, he would just like talk down to the women, but then oh. sort of like, kind of do it for the men. Like it was such a good gimmick because he's like, drink it in, fellas. It's yeah, ladies like, gonna be having later. Ladies wanna want me, and you wanna be me, kind of thing. Because he would just like, and he so, called sweaty hogs, sex. which I was thought was funny. ridiculous. <laughs> Throw his towel. He's like one of those guys who'd like. Wipe himself and then toss the sweat yes. towel. Oh, I mean, and uh, his face was on his buns. Remember? Yes. If I mean, you'd see women there screaming. You'd have thought John Lennon came out in BVDs. They absolutely, were, like fainting. Fucking. It's just those horny '80s women that are just like, "Get it at me, Rick. Call me a sweaty hog." I don't want to know what happened in his hotel room. I just. <laughs> Wow. The smell alone. You the smell, smell through the door. He had plenty of those action figures, let me tell you. <laughs> you got <laughs> Rick Root on one side, Flair on the other. How you how's a man supposed to sleep? No, yeah, exactly. The the Just cigar the smoke of, and <laughs> moaning the oysters. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> just another dozen oysters for fucking Rick Rude. What? That's drink a good the, wrestling name. Drink the liquor out of my navel. Oyster. <laughs> That's a good fucking wrestler. How about Big French? Big French? Big Show? No, Big... Big French. Under the Giant? Boom. Yeah, you got it. Silver Shavings. Oh, shit. Fuck. Gold Dust? Boom. Yes, yes. Uh, that's the, a, that's a, a Rhodes. I know, oh, I know it. Did he... Was his first character, like, had a glittery fucking... Um, like stormtrooper helmet. No, that was Dusty Rhodes. No, that was Dusty Rhodes. It was okay. called the Eliminator. That's right. The best thing because he, they're doing one of those promos where they sit on a couch and interview like a talk show, <laughs> so and then on a fake, it looks like a, a really bad sitcom. Yeah, they're like talking and like, oh no, what are we gonna do? Like they're gonna come steal our belts, and then the front door to this house quote unquote house explodes and there's smoke and flashing lights and then you see dusty roads in like a leather like leopard vest yeah and a glittery stormtrooper helmet and he tries to rush in but he trips oh, over the fake right. door and that's just wipes right. out <laughs> the hat falls see, off and the hat falls off and he has to like oh. kind of crawl and cover his face and put the hat on cuz it's supposed to be this big reveal, right, reveal. for this new this crazy new wrestler that's going to stop oh, everybody. Man. And you see these two old time wrestlers just trying their fucking damnedest to keep it together. Cause they're like, oh. it's just a dusty road eat shit. How drunk was he? I'm sure. Uh, a little before and it didn't help mm. after mm. national television. Just beefing it. How about, uh, Northern George? Oh, George South? Boom. I had Northern Jorge, but come on. Um, <laughs> the Southern Saw. Southern Saw. Oh, maybe it should have been the Northern Saw. If it's Antonym. Uh, 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 I don't know. Hacksaw Jim yeah. Duggan. Oh, God, I should have guessed. That was my guess. Bart the Cardiac Assassin. The Hitman Heart? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pluto. Pluto. Oh, Saturn. Boom. Perry Saturn. This one is... Ruby Houston Sheets. <laughs> oh, this is Steve Austin. Stone Cold, right? Nope. Ruby. Who is it? Houston. Houston. Sheets. Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas. DDP. Uh, the Spanish Blade. Spanish Blade. Some of these are like similes and not antonyms. <laughs> so shit. Spanish Blade. I don't know. Razor Ramon. Fuck. Razor Ramon. Oh my Forgetting god. Forget all the bigs. Casey, you're gonna love this one. I worked hard on this one. Diggs and Earn E. Ash. Undertaker? Yeah, and? And uh, Paul, uh, 
uh, this is a Paul Bear. Yep. Urn, like an urn. E, yeah. middle initial. Ash. Ernie Ash. <laughs> Ernie Ash. And Diggs. Uh, let's see. Walker. And one named guy. Walker. Earthquake? Kane. Kane. Sandy. The Rock. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, dummy. Cut Cutley. Cut Cutley. <laughs> this is a... This was a classic of mine. This is a, t- this is a deep pull. feel bad. Uh, I'll call him Irish Cut Cutley. Fit Finley? Boom. Uh, Lotka Chokeman. Think Venn Diagram. Lotka Chokeman? Venn diagram. I don't know. Andy Kaufman. Oh, there we go. He had to get there. He had to be in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, Staten Island Scrapper. Brooklyn Brawler. Boom. Shaw Steel. Shaw Steel. I don't know. The Iron Sheik. Ah! Da Sha, come on. Let's see. I, I kind of bounced around, but uh, let's see. You got uh, Denny Poles. Venn diagram. Denny Poles. I don't know. Dennis Rodman. Oh! Irish God, Vance. Man. Irish Vance? <laughs> so fucking hard. <laughs> I don't know. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Kami Kami, that's gotta be um Nikita Khrushchev I don't know, that fucking Russian Ivan Dranko or whatever his name is China Oh, China, come on Let's come see, on. I got uh... Alright Gary the Criminal Czar Jerry the King Lawler? Yeah, redemption song. All right. This one, there's two names for one guy. It's either Monster Ted or Gorilla O'Neal. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon? Either oh, Shaq. Mo- no, either Monster Ted or Gorilla <laughs> O'Neal. Oh, uh, 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 Ted Turner? No. Final. Mon- uh, or it could be... Uh, Ko, uh, Kiju, Koju, Al, Koju, oh, Al, Kaiju, 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 Kaiju Al. Al. <laughs> oh no! It's fucking monster something. It's a monster name and a dad name. I don't know. King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. Come on, Jesus! It's right. a classic. It's a classic. Uh, I'm gonna give you the last one. Uh, you got the branch. I'll I'll just throw them down. Iceberg. Glacier. Boom. Uh, this is a tag team. The fucking best tag team. The Branch Breakers. Branch Breakers. Bushwhackers. Boom. Yes, yes, yes. You got the Pessimistics. Pessimistics. Rockers? Uh, Legion no. of Doom. Legion of Doom. 
Uh, I think that is... Alright, so... Eighth letter of the alphabet to the third. Oh, no. Hunter, oh, Triple H. Boom. You Ooh, that got took it. That a while, sir. I apologize to and everyone. That, my friends, Serpent Jack, baby. That's your wrestling quiz that went way longer, two-parter uh, than I expected. Holy guacamole. You know why I think Glacier, so you mentioned it last episode at the beginning, I've been digging mm-hmm. through shit, found a sexy wrestling mag, found a picture, yeah. two haunts from Glacier. You know why I think Glacier didn't hit the way he may have? Because he looks amazing. He's got one well, ice he... eye. He used to be a school teacher. The, the picture you sent me, he looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yep, yep. Like he's got the like samurai-ish armor. He's doing this cool Hadouken-like hand. But I remember seeing him. He had like a buzz cut. He looked like a military guy because he used the, the super kick. Yes. Yes. So I think he was Glacier and it's a really cool. But I think he didn't hit the tier where they provide your costume fixes. <laughs> afford it. So I, don't, it I think if shoot. that fucking hat breaks and you got another match the next day and you yeah, got that face true. mask and you got to paint your face and put that contact in. I was like, I think. No. You haul your own gear. Oh, yeah. And I know this from uh, just listening to Chris Jericho talk. For a gimmick, he had this giant coat with LCD lights in it and shit that he'd wear out. And it's just was just funny listening to him talk because he's like, I got to be on those baggage handlers ass because if they break the fucking lights in my coat, I got to go to the radio shack and fix it. It's just like it was just the best because it was a dad. He had his dad voice, dad problems, except he's fucking y2j chris jericho talking about his light up fucking phoenix jacket chris jericho's fucking awesome huh he is just a good dude yeah well uh, he re uh what is it reinstates faith in humanity uh speaking of that josh wolf and i oh yeah uh brian something i forget his name uh we went to a wrestling it's where I saw Mr. Perfect and uh, right, it was a big WCW show. It was in show Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody else who wrestled was Owen Hart, and he mm, was in a great. fucking rented Honda Civic, blasted by us going eighty-five miles an hour. I wouldn't have recognized him, but Josh Wolf is a fucking phenomenal wrestling mind. He was like, "That's fucking Owen Hart. He must have been going ninety-five miles an hour because he was trying to make it to the." Venue on time, try from right? Des, Mo- Des Moines, right. you know. Well, rest, that's the thing. rest in peace too. I believe. Yeah. Oh, oh big yeah. time. He, uh, like those guys, Road Dog together, or they. I mean, back in that era, it's like, and I know that from the Iron Sheik documentary because he tells the stories like, so me and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were drinking Heinekens and driving from Charlotte to New York City, and it's like a movie from the seventies. Yeah, you have these like three giant men drinking liquor and beer while driving. Oh yeah, they ended up getting pulled over. He's like, "I got arrested because fucking Duggan 
wouldn't get the let out. Wouldn't shut up. <laughs> right. It's just like, oh my god. So yeah, they just drive around together. Which How is many... so... Yeah. I love the... Because we were just talking about, in the previous podcast, about... The, you, they become superheroes to you, but then right. Owen Hart and a yeah, Rusty you Civic see it. try yeah. to fucking... He doesn't even get to fly back to Canada. He's got to drive there from Sioux Falls. And he fucking... You know, he, he rented that car and that came out of his check. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking oh, about yeah. with Glacier. Like, he's got to make the ends meet, you know? Oh, that ring gear, totally. When, I didn't think about it, but you sent me that picture. I was like, I don't recall Glacier ever having, like, armor. Right. But now I know it makes sense. It's like, if you fucking, if Jake the Snake is a little too fucking whiskey drunk and he steps on my samurai armor, I gotta go get glue and I gotta glue it and it's gonna look like shit. Right. Ugh. Um, Which is so funny. I was at the store yesterday. <laughs> I just, I, I was just wrestling on the brain. I was like, this dude must have a fucking match later. This tall, lanky weird looking dude little little shorts tiny shorts like tank top it was a little bit warm yesterday so everybody lost their mind sure uh fucking shin guards from his thigh to his ankle both legs rugby or uh cricket i don't i don't know i've never seen shoulder i've never seen padding like that on anyone let alone some random guy at the store shopping for craft beer Oh, yeah. I was like, you're going to fight zombies later? Fucking Walking Dead over here. He, uh, no, it was just the weirdest thing in the world. It was like full-length leg baseball shin guards, but up to his thigh. So my uh, daughters, Ruby and Dell, when we wrestle, uh-huh. Ruby is... So they're, the, they're a tag team, the Snake Sisters. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good tag team. Ruby is hissed, and Dell is kiss, so that's all she can do right now. So you have hiss and kiss, the Snake Sisters, and Dumb Dad, Australian safari hat, no shirt, (laughs) jeans, the Wrangler, and I have a bag and a long stick, and that's what I use, you know, the stick that you pick the snake up with? Oh, of course, yes, yes. And it extends? That's what I use to trip up an opponent in the ring. Oh, snatch him around the, the ankle. ankle. Yep. Or bag the head. Because that's you're on the outside. As the Snake Sisters are fighting, you know, the the Lady Rockers, you just snatch that ankle. Goes down. I, I think, and I hope, I, it happens in AEW a little bit. They They should, because of what it is, it's like the one sport that could pretty seamlessly get integrated for men and women. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I no. do feel like it, it. they're still getting relegated to, like, men and women's basketball. Like, there's mm-hmm. some bad... It's like I was telling you, in AEW, yeah. they have really badass female wrestlers. And I was like, there's no reason... Because AEW has a pretty effete faction uh, of character. Character effete. Like, pretty yes, boy yes, yes. faction. Sure. That yeah, should yeah. get the shit kicked out of them by... 90% of the women on that circuit. Oh, the the ladies yeah. bracket in fucking AEW is fucking those those gals can fucking go. They're there, better than most of the male wrestlers at WWE. There's a woman on there. Um she's like a shift manager at like a diner 
She is fucking mean as They're shit. They're bringing back the classic feel. On it. Like, you got some regular looking Joes on there. You got some hunks, some yeah. big guys, but you got a couple dumb dads in the corner. There's like a frat click and like a Wall Street click. And I, I need to yeah. watch it a little closer because I, I hate dropping details uh, like that because they obviously have really sweet names and story arcs and stuff but oh, yeah. i don't they, they're doing watch and enough. i didn't it's like it's big in japan and uh, new japan wrestling they have a lot of factions yeah they got a lot of the teams so that AEW is taking that model of like because the best way to utilize some guys who would be like a mid card right wouldn't get a lot of face time but hey man they're with jericho and they're like you know like we talked about months and months ago that segment on AEW where they were like looking at logos for their like <laughs> going to be for their cool club, right? <laughs> the the other faction was hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> like I love that shit. It's so good. Any excuse for story, like throw it up there. Factions are the best because then you have people de uh uh what what's the word de when they leave leave the faction leave the faction go to a rival faction. So that's why NWO kicks ass. We just talked about Magnificent Seven, a faction of Uh heels. And then one of your your all-stars joins the heels. Four horsemen. What was it? The Raven's Nest? Is that right? Raven's. Yeah, Raven's Nest. Fucking with Saturn in it. Rings of the Flock. flock. Um, Magnificent Seven. We talked about that. The Million Dollar. What was it? Degeneration X. Uh, Yeah, why not? I love the literal ones. Like you said, when you said the Million Dollar Man, the Million Dollar Corporation. I love it. I love it. It's like, like he's writing paychecks for these guys. Like, did you punch the clock? That's that's what it was, too. Oh, I love. You got the Wrangler. I'm going to be shift manager. That's my gimmick. Um, How? Checking punch clocks. I'm checking your bag when you leave so you're not taking toilet paper. That's perfect. How good is it that all you need to do Lace to start a year-long feud with the Million Dollar Corporation is kick his sack of money out of his hands? <laughs> like, that's it! That, game <laughs> on! Fucking. You disrespected the dollar! I'm gonna disrespect your life! But there's a, such a good dumb heel it's so good it's so he's amazing he's rich that's it he was like carnival rich Mm -hmm. with that's what i love like you know like you can take like vince mcmahon was a heel for a long time because he's the boss right so he's a perfect foil for stone cold steve austin who's like i ain't never had a boss a day in my fucking life my dad was my boss and i beat him up in the front yard right you have that dynamic but i love the like he's got a bejeweled dollar sign brooch top hat i'm the richest man in the world there is a ted dibiase documentary not the best documentary it's actually made by his son but nonetheless uh old dibiase you don't want to check into your room next to him either my friend he's now doing the christian circuit with george south which is true they have exhibition matches at churches which is the best church ever. Be still, my oh, yeah. wrestling heart. Yep. You to yep. watch a wrestling match in a church basement? Fuck. Yeah, you can. And you know and what they do? Everybody's smoking. They apparently, this is a, I won't say the name because I don't want to get details wrong yet and I'll, I'll amend it, but that when they had that exhibition match, uh-huh. you can come in the ring with them. And this happened to a person, went in the Ooh. ring with George South, he leaned in, he said, how do you want this match to go? You wanna, you wanna win? It's like, yeah, of course I want to win. Then I'm gonna make you work for it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fucking barely <laughs> so did, yeah, man. You Fuck. Like, you'll win, yes, but... Yeah. You're going to take chest slats and fucking, oh. you're going to feel. And we know some... George South knows how to take a chest slap, so he yeah. certainly knows how to give one. Oh. Just. <laughs> the fear of accidentally connecting with a wrestler like that, you know? Like doing the oh, fake, yeah. but maybe rake him with an elbow, which happens to him all the time. Yeah. But if you're not used to that or their size. Yeah. Whew, frightening. But no, don't. Like... That's. Yeah. I heard it was an interview with Hulk Hogan. I think it was Chris Jericho who interviewed him. And he was talking because Hogan's from Florida. And he was like, yeah, I played football in high school. But I was really into music. So I was in this band. He was in like a jam band. So he yeah. played bass. Uh-huh. And he was like, ah, football. He got injured, so he couldn't play football anymore. And he's like, oh, I knew this kid at school. His dad was a wrestler. And he was a wrestler. I'm, I'm big. I'll go down. So he went down to this guy's wrestling school. Right. And... The kid hated him, so they were in the ring wrestling. The kid broke his fucking leg. Ugh. And was like, like it's like, this is like old school, like, rancher shit. He broke his leg, and the dad was like, all right, when you heal, if you come back, you can, you know, like, heal in. up and come back. You're in. Like, the fucking mafia broke his leg. Ugh. And we're like, if you really want to do this, you got to come back. You'll come back. You're right. Exactly. And then the rest is history. But it is. I was like, holy shit. He just, like taking some bumps and all of a sudden just like yeah i don't like you well there yeah there's and i'm why not believe it to be true if you got like a backyard beef with a guy or you wrong a guy and you don't know it you'll know it real quick in the ring because you got a storyline in the face but you're gonna get like an actual couple hits and yeah you think those fake side slaps hurt you take a real fucking elbow to the neck or something man oh yeah they Uh. do Worky a little stiff is what they call it. That's what they call it. Yep. Oh, man. Well, you took the wrestling quiz and uh, it did take two episodes worth. I hope you all uh, I hope all of you out there uh, feel the need to go online and watch a match. Um, Good. It's a lot of good stuff out there. I got a thing I was reading and I was like, oh, I have to share this with Hans. This article. And uh, apparently Horatio Sands can't spell for shit. Okay. And he's also a giant pervert. Oh, yeah. Because I read, I was like, hope there's some more liquor in that Chauvy tin. Have Dennis scoot over. Old Horace. Groomer. He's a groomer. Oh, oh, really? Through chat rooms. Yeah, I read this article and I was like, fuck. It just gave me the heebie-jeebies because we all know how creepy fucking comedians can be. Jerry Lewis. Oh, yes. Also, yes. I mm-hmm. saw that, too. And I was like, I'm glad they waited until he was dead for 10 years before. Yeah. They, like when he's alive, fucking get after his ass. And, but are you surprised? Everybody says he was a prick. No. Are you surprised he was a, you know, trying I'm to not. get his prick pricked? No, but oh. like Horatio, it's, it's an interesting article, but he did this fucking creepy thing of the woman whom he groomed. He like sent her a message out of the blue and was like. Yeah, I guess you could probably me too me now if you want. What the fuck are you doing, dude? You fucking psycho. So I guess the story Gross. was there's this this girl was and I was like, it's just that era, that early two thousands, like when everybody was discovering the internet. Mm-hmm. This girl made a fan page for Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Horatio. Uh... So they were like messaged like, Cool, thanks for being a fan, dude. 
And then Horatio was like, hey, so you got a boyfriend? And like he invited her like and here's the thing is if, if the case goes any further, this woman could fucking bring down SNL. Because he took her to after parties, SNL after parties, and like Jimmy Fallon and all these people hung out with her and they knew she was 16. She met Lauren, like Horatio introduced her to Lauren Michaels. So she's just like, yeah, there's a culture here where like nobody gave a shit that a 15 year old girl was drinking beers, smoking cigarettes with, you know, Steve Martin. It's like frozen. Horatio's got my internet connection. Can you see me now? Yeah. I missed the whole story you just said. (laughs) So I am going to, as I edited, don't tell me, listen to it because I, uh, I'm going to leave my mic on when I listen to it. I cannot (laughs) wait to listen to it. That was uh, that was yeah. the ghost of Horatio Sands' Me Too Sands's uh, career. avatar living on the internet still because yeah. that fucking that was like presidential Secret Service shit right there. Uh, Lauren, I, I said Lauren Michaels and sex scandal, and now the cops are at my door. Fucking a, amazing. But yeah, I think that was it. What do I got for notes? I think that's about it. There's a new Mountain Dew flavor out, cra- thrashed apple, or is crushed thrashed apple. apple. Ooh. It's a green apple Mountain. It's it's really good. Green apple Mountain Dew. It actually is works. that the one that the advertising. It looks like it's weed buds. It might. They put another one out that was like raspberry lemonade. That was not as good. It's called like spiked, the spiked right or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> they should just have the the Delta Eight Mountain Dew. How uh, long until that uh, happens? I. Not spiked long? right. The spiked right. Oh, uh, um, yeah, Crashed Apple. That's good. That's amazing. I have a wrestling quiz and what Mountain Dew I drank. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Casey, hold on, hold on. July 4th, 19... 19- this is a good way to roll out. Let me let me honor my own King Kong Bundy here. Case Van Heel with July 4th, 1916. It's menu. Case Kong Bundy. Case Kong Bundy would be enjoying <laughs> hot ham sandwiches. Ooh, I do like a hot ham. Which are sp- spread rounds of white bread with minced ham, seasoned with paprika and pepper, prepared mustard, put together in pairs, press edges, and soak two minutes in eggs, slightly beaten. You thought it was just a ham sandwich, Ooh. didn't you? Oh. Slightly oh, no, beaten there's... and diluted with milk. Allow two tablespoons of milk to each egg. Saute sandwiches in equal parts of butter and lard. Brown on one side, turn and brown on the other. Serve at once. You'll also be having... Monte Cristo right there. Oh, yeah. A beets and beet green salad with rhubarb marmalade. A jelly roll. (laughs) Oh. Casey, you're going to fucking flip. You'll have some iced tea. But you'll round out that iced tea with a nice, cool glass of buttermilk. Ooh, <laughs> my tummy be rumbly already. Fucking the era oh. where they drank buttermilk. After wow. the parade, after I watched the veterans of the First World War walk down Main Street, get a nice, lukewarm glass of buttermilk. Oh, man. Oof. That's beautiful. Oof. 
That's can't, a tough road to hoe. Can't hoe. get rid of that one. Well, Case, you want to give me I love you and there's nothing you can do about it and your best yeah. ultimate warrior madness? Okay, I gotta think about the from the depths of the crystal in my heart and I told the doctor sew it up sew it inside me and I'll carry it with me for the rest of my days and you all you need to know is that I will always love you and there is nothing you can do about it I'm dead (laughs) jerk practice jerk I only go for, you know, tens, so, you know, what can you say? Ravishing! Bobby the Brain Heenan leading Ravishing Rick Rude to the ring. Mr. Heenan, very active earlier on in our update. I don't know, there's... Yeah, she don't make it. No, all right. Too young. Nice t-shirt. Oh, come on, look at this guy. I really don't know what the women see in him. You don't? No. Well, there you go, Jess. 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 Yeah. There. One on the right. <laughs> this man is so arrogant. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly Huntsville heifers. Ooh, ooh. Keep what? the noise down Uh-oh. while I take my robe off and show the lady. Man on God's green earth. Hit the music. Look at cameras are ready, McMahon. Yep. Now in just a second, you'll see why. There. That's what they see in him. Well, compare his physique with that of the Ultimate Warriors is like horseman. You're an ice cream. I didn't contestants change the judges the next day and have a totally different result there's a result right there the rude awakening that's for sure as far as uh i think personally the warrior is a sore loser oh my goodness you saw what ravishing rick rude did to the warriors behind him and laying him open, knocking him unconscious temporarily. When the Warriors never been unconscious. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Again. It's time for the rude awakening. Are you ready to give some lucky lady the rude awakening? Oh, that's the one? Oh, my God. No way, Bobby, not here. You know, I'm glad you said that, because as I looked around here and I searched, there's nothing worthwhile. Whoa. That tells you right there, McMahon, nothing in Huntsville. There you see a good-looking drop kick by Stroud right there. Catches Rude a second time with a drop kick, then decides to pose and gets caught with a big right hand. Beautiful standing drop kick by Ravishing Rick Rude. And there's the one Rude awakening we got. We didn't get the other one because the Huntsville women are too ugly.